Hey everyone, welcome to the Sneaker History Podcast, where we dive into the people, stories, and iconic moments that have helped make sneakers a global phenomenon. If you've ever told someone that you like their kicks, then you're in the right place. Before we lace up this episode, here's a little teaser for you. Stick around to the end of each episode for the last shot question. It's a chance to test your sneaker knowledge and engage with our community. I've also recently started a newsletter to share my knowledge from nearly two decades of experience working in the footwear industry. You can find the link to that below or go to sneakerhistory.com slash newsletter for a weekly deep dive into the biggest topics in the sneaker business. All right, now that the business is taken care of, grab your favorite pair of kicks and let's get started with the episode. Against Gill, the crowd on its feet. Allen for the win! Welcome to the Sneaker History Podcast. Greetings, Earthlings. We are some AT aliens. Just kidding. We're the Sneaker History Podcast, uh, to be more exact. <laughs> I'm Robbie, chilling with my two main dudes, Road and Mike. How's everybody doing? Uh, everybody. On a fantastic I feel dude. about Stankonia-ish as you can get. Good. I just dropped some bombs over Baghdad, if you will, in this last <laughs> bathroom break. So, <laughs> we can just stop no, right there. Please don't you encourage win, this you type win the of behavior, podcast. Michael. How are you, Michael? Three K. How are you doing? Oh man, I am freaking good, man. I'm freaking good. I'm just out here, just making it, bro. Just trying not to. Uh, I couldn't think of a good. Verse to throw in on oh, your no, title. Yeah. Throw in, so I think has gone Aquema Rai. <laughs> no, nothing's gone Aquema Rai as of yet. That was good. <laughs> that was, that was, you know what, Roy, if no. there's a champ of the podcast, you've already met. And I want all the title, listeners so. to know we yes. did not premeditate that. I randomly went outcast for no. no reason. So that's how good row it is, honestly, on the fly. Um, we're going to have a good episode, though. A lot of just on-the-fly topics, a couple new models, a couple takes on old favorites mixed with another old favorite. You'll see what I'm talking about. But, um, you know, we're going to do a little rocking and copping. <laughs> I guess I'll get it started since I'm already talking. But when it comes to rocking, uh, the fine people at Adidas know I'm a diehard Laker fan and Kobe fan. So they sent me out a little care package. And I've been wearing this literally every day. Um, it shows its creases, which I think is really funny because you see these shoes. Um, this is the Adidas crazy one, um, a.k.a. the Kobe Um it's interesting because you always see stock photos and there's never the creasing in them, right? Like when you wear the shoes, it's like these are actually crease magnets. And of course they <laughs> would be uh, with what they're made out of is pretty insane, but uh, extremely comfortable. I'm not going to lie to you. These are way more comfortable than I thought they would be. Um, if we're keeping it completely a buck, they're more comfortable than the uh, crazy 97s, a.k.a. the e um, okay. EQT elevations. Um, the other Kobe shoe they sent out, but yeah, I've, no one's put a gun to my head and told me to wear these shoes every day. And I've enjoyed doing it. Uh, <laughs> the Lakers colorway, I get, um, targeted ads daily from Adidas on Instagram to buy the, yeah, right. The, the Kobe, uh, well, the crazy one, uh, and the Lakers colorway. And if you don't care about colorways, I recommend it. Um, that's my first pair of Kobe's or oh, the Kobe, uh, and, I'm blown away. I've always just been 
a, a fan from them very far away. Row it. I know you have a pair. You could probably attest to how legitimately comfortable they're they are. Very comfy shoe. Unfortunately, I have a pair of the Kobe twos. I don't have a pair of the. Oh, you have a two. Oh, yeah. You, you have the flat yeah, top model. I've got the, some of these beaters that when flat, I was let shop, go shop, as shop. a part of the Nike <laughs> Global Cuts in 2017, this is how petty I was. I was like, let me go ahead and just cop a pair of Adidas sneakers right now to throw it back in their face. And then the joke's on me because what I ended up picking is arguably considered one of the ugliest shoes known to man. Hey, it's it's still still oh, beautiful. Right. Um, you know, my, my cop-in might be considered... well. Robbie in a past life would consider this the ugliest shoe no to man. I won the ALD New Balance 860 V2s in red. So that'll be my coppin. Um, entered on, on a whim. And here we are. It's always the ones you really don't thirst for that you win. But I'll let, I'll let you guys take it from there. Uh, Rowan, why don't you <laughs> sure. bless us? I, with, uh, ironically, I'm wearing coppin. a Pat Mahomes jersey because go Chiefs. But the shoe that I was rocking today, especially when I got back home from the rainy weather, was the Burrow. And I know it's not a technically a signature product, but we'll go ahead and make that a thing because Joe Burrow is probably my <laughs> favorite quarterback, not named Patrick Mahomes or Bryce Young. So I'll go ahead and shout you out, even though you're probably going to knock us out of the playoffs in the next three years. As for copping, one shoe that I was really looking to cop that I just found out about today was the James Harden V7 off white blue because it's Chelsea colors because go Chelsea. And Ooh. lo and behold, we'll use this as a segue for a future topic in this episode. Those run the jewel dunk highs are ridiculous. Yeah. They're clean. Oh, Robbie, I think you're on mute. Yeah, we'll circle we'll circle you're right muted, back buddy. around to the Rock the oh. Jewels here in a moment. <laughs> Mike, why don't you hit us with what you're rocking? Yeah, man, my rocking is the Reebok Nano X3. If you guys can see it, good folks over at Reebok sent me a pair. Uh, this might be literally the best workout shoe. And I thought the X2 was, but they found a way to make it even better. So you got to try these out. These are so comfortable and super functional. Um, one of my coppings is not here, and I'm just super irritated about it. I was telling Road earlier that uh, I have a pair of the Nike Invincible 3s with the Zoom X supposed to be here. I bought them seven days ago, and they're still same preparing for shipment. So, yeah, I guess so. But my other copping is going to be from the good folks over at the London-based brand, No Two Ways. Their latest ARW uh, Subsolar. It's a knit sneaker that's actually like has depth to it, super nice premium materials on it. It's something that you don't see often, but super nice shoe and i think if you ever want to try something different out these are 100 pounds which is like what 135 us dollars and they have better materials than 250 dollars sneakers that we have here so try them out i mean rob you're going to london sometime soon aren't you did we make that up are you going to you're going to robbie's on mute again but at the same time i 100 percent am no i keep pushing the button and it's my trackpad's being a little <laughs> i thought you froze just like uh, but yes, I, I will be. Um, unfortunately, that four-man roster is already pretty set in stone. <laughs> Anywho, though, no, no really, I'm really happy you brought up those uh, Run the Jewels uh, dunks because um, well, Killer Mike is a member of Run the Jewels, right? Yep. Um, I'm not a huge Run the Jewels mm -hmm. fan. I've never been really into that Atlanta-based band uh, personally. So I'll let you lead the charge. Which one of these two colorways, the high or the low, do you like more? And whatever history you want to spill about sure. Run the Jewels or either one of you, if you want to spill any history, 
educate me and us. Okay, perfect. I can try to do that. And Mike, you be the killer Mike to my LP or the LP to my killer Mike, depending on how we want to look at things. <laughs> so Run the Jewels is a two-man rap duo. Uh, they were initially formed under the guise of LP, who's probably the most influential underground producer in hip-hop from the last 20 years. I think he executive produced an entire big boy album that I believe is called Rap Music. Please, listeners, Discord members, if I'm wrong, hit me up. Let me know. I'm at Nick Engvall on most social media platforms. But at the same time, they've made this <laughs> pact, so to speak, to provide that boom bap of things like KRS-One and the Bomb Squad from the 1980s. And I think that's probably the best comparison to make. And I know usually when we talk about comparisons, we like to compare players from different eras. We're going to try to flip that on its head a little bit because I think that is the quintessential comparison I always make when it comes to Run the Jewels, maybe with a hint of early Ice Cube because they're just aggressive and nasty. And where I'll defer to Mike on this is the yeah. fact that I've heard from a lot of my friends that they're probably the best running playlist you can get. And I know Mike is probably the most serial runner out of the three of us. <sighs> Pardon the bad pun. So Mike, run the jewels and tell us about how run the jewels affects your <laughs> run towards any sort of jewelry, whether it be metals or something else. <laughs> no, man. I mean, you, you got all the history, right? If we're just going pure, just like, yo, I just love listening to the band. Uh, Gym time, pushing weight, running miles. I mean, that's the like that's the go-to playlist for me. Like that's the first thing I'm looking for when I'm creating playlists is run the jewels is top three artists I'm looking for because of just pure just I'm talking about you know how some rap albums is like, oh, okay, we go up, 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 we're gonna come back down mellow. They're just how far can we how far how far can we go up this this ladder of just intensity for the entire album? And it's one of the few bands that I don't think I personally any album wow. I listen to, I haven't had oh. a skip. So and yeah. I kind of I feel the same way as well because ironically, the other comparison I like to make, and it's a cross-genre comparison, they're the modern-day Rage Against the Machine. And the fact that they've got a lot of political aspirations, they've got a lot of messaging mm -hmm. that tends to serve underrepresented mm -hmm. communities, I think that is sort of Mike or Killer Mike's influence in the sense that he's a highly motivated, very political person. <laughs> and though he's a proud gun owner, he's also shown an ability to cross the aisle that even some professional politicians are envious of. And I will say this, I believe they're coming out on 420, which has some significance to Run the Jewels folklore, but it's mm -hmm. also the actual birthday of Killer Mike himself. So there's a dual meaning to that, as is always the case with Run the Jewels. Ah. Yeah. See, that's... I think it's something like LP's, like... It's like his wedding anniversary or something. It's something that they tie in to a bunch of different places to Killer Mike's birthday. I want to say it's like an anniversary date for LP or something of that nature. And there's a bunch of different things that just all kind of wraps into. And because Run the Jewels. That's packages. so good. Sorry, Robbie. I no, no, just because, no, I didn't know anything about the dates. I was just, I noticed it was releasing on 420 and thought, like, do they rap about weed a lot too? I just, I didn't get the um the the, the the connection can can one of you tell me what the do braise mean there's like a kind of like a a hand motion like this and it looks like a fist bump so essentially what that is from? their calling card that is their version of wu-tang is for the kids and mm -hmm. every okay. album cover of run the jewels yeah. music <laughs> is that fist transposed against a different color might keep me honest i think the first album was black the second mm -hmm. album was red the yep. third album was a royal for blue you. light blue gradient and then the fourth al album is a bit of a lightish yeah. okay bro we don't need to flex that hard red, yellow <laughs> Yeah, I'm just fucking with you. My man got the memories over there. He said, "I can go days for the jewels." <laughs> but then, okay, tell me this: 
Which one of the two shoes do you like more, the high top or the low top? I'll go ahead and say this. Just for the listeners that are unaware, what's special about Run the Jewels is obviously it's a two-man group. And I've never seen Nike represent both members of the band, so to speak, even though neither shoe is affiliated with either member. But we are getting two specific Run the Jewel dunks. We've got a low and we've got the high. I think the low... As extravagant as it is in terms of its colors and its blocking, I'm going to go with the high because I just am a sucker for wild shoes. And if you look at the material on the shoe, and I'm going to hopefully throw the oops on <laughs> Mike and finish the alley. Talk to me about the materials on the high, Mike, because that is just sick. And I think that's a true one-of-one shoe. Yeah. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, is, is it like magenta pony Some hair? Some kind of hair, yeah. It is like – yeah, some kind of faux pony hair – uh definitely a wild shoe and just it i think it represents them well if you just like the how they're again how loud their music is uh but i would have to say although i do like both if i had to pick one if a gun was to my head i have ah. to go below i just always like the dunk clothes a little bit better but uh so it's perfect. I mean, yep. me and Roy literally make up the band right there. So we have one of each. <laughs> two-man team, two-man squad. Roy, I can definitely see you wearing the high tops. It's definitely your style. I don't like any kind of synthetic hair on any shoe. So it's not particular to this. So I'm also going team low top. Uh, but I love the Dubray on on the uh, on the high tops. That's really, really cool. Um, and, I mean, speaking of really, really cool uh, shout-outs, we've seen different – colorways of this shoe that released the day we're recording so when you're hearing this last week um concepts boston and jordan brand did a collaborative release of the tatum one which we've seen a really cool uh blueprint colorway we've seen like uh some kind of food i forgot what color it is uh it's a food some kind of like i want to say it's oat milk it's not oat milk though um Oh, you know what I'm talking about, though? It's like kind of like a soft beige looking mm. Tatum one. I'm going to have to look it up. Um, I've just seen the, was it the Welcome to the Zoo one, which is the one that Jordan Brand was sending out to everybody who tweeted about J- Tatum should be getting a signature shoe. I've seen the. Uh, He's from St. Louis. Where's he from again? Uh, St. Louis colorway. Yeah, I've seen that colorway as well. That's the two I've seen. I haven't seen the like the yep. oatmeal colorway. Oh man, it's definitely yet. not oatmealy too. I'm totally butchering that name. Um, but uh, <laughs> you, you, you got it right enough. No, and Robbie, I'm let me go ahead and that, give you time to look it up. So I do know that the four colorways that right. are going to be released for the first two seasons of the Tatum one, one is the aforementioned Zoo. Then there's St. Louis, which is his hometown. We've got a barbershop and a pink lemonade. So I think just going off of names alone, I'm really intrigued by the pink lemonade. I know initially early returns were not good on the Tatum one. I think we were all kind of roasting it in various degrees. But now as Nike has a tendency to do, like they – or sorry, Jordan Brand. That's possibly going to get me excommunicated from both companies. It's one of those things that as we get closer and closer to the release date, the photos just become more and more fire. And then you're regretting your words saying like, oh, this is a trash shoe or this shoe is not that great. The shoe is fantastic now. So once again, I will own my L as only I can and say kudos, Jordan Brand, for giving us some fire for the Jason Tatum one. It is. I believe so. I think it's only it's, 120, it's right? reasonably priced. Um, it's Huevos yeah. Rancheros is the shoe. Oh, food. I did shoe see that. I mean, I didn't want to go color. into yeah. the taco narrative because wasn't the Jordan 37 had a taco J colorway? It did. Uh, 36 and 37. No. Yeah. Both of them had a, like a taco Tuesday color kind of deal. It is also on. 120. You are correct on that price point. Um, 
But I mean, yeah. not going to lie, I'm never going to wear a pair just because he's a Celtic. But it's not a bad shoe. It's it's definitely a me problem, not a shoe problem. Um, yeah, I'm just not a Jason Tatum fan, so I'll never wear it. Here's the thing. See? Yeah, there you go. I mean, <laughs> there you go. No, no go I was just going to say this. As a resident of the Show Me State, and St. Louis is known not very well for its culinary screen, uh, scene, but if we get an Emo's Pizza colorway, I will rock the hell out of that because that is the one food I miss the most. And if you know anything about St. Louis pizza, it is polarizing to say the least. It is probably not that tasty to nine-tenths of you, but the one-tenth <laughs> of you that like it, come join me in my kingdom. Join my parish. <laughs> Enjoy this. And- is that where it's... <laughs> Yeah, super, 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 thin, super right? thin. There's a unique type of cheese, and I'll put cheese in quotation marks called Provel. And yeah, listeners, if you want to take some post episode homework, look up is? Emo's Pizza and tell me what you think <laughs> in terms of review or on the Discord community. So I guarantee you, pizza is a favorite dish of the next shoe here. I can see this gentleman, one Luka Doncic, eating a lot of damn pizza. He's like, oh, he found pizza for the first time at like. 16 and it's been crushing it but um you know it shows every summer his shoe but just I mean, what? debuted the, the luca 2 which is curious mm-hmm. to have it well it's okay big picture it's only curious because the mavericks obviously are not going to make the playoffs and there must have been some type of grand plan to have him wear them at some level of the playoffs and that didn't quite work out. It's like the second to last regular season game. He, he pulls him out. But um, also, very interesting to me, a blueprint-like colorway. Um, kind of, maybe it's not directly blueprint, but kind of like very linear with lines. A lot of line work in the Luca 2 we've seen. But uh, do you like this more than the Luca 1? I like the Luca 1 simplicity more, but I can see the Luca 2 being popular. What do you guys think? I... I like the Luka 2 better. It looks like there's some more um, – looks like they're ready to take a chance because the first one, although it did look nice, it's kind of plain. So it looks like they're like, okay, we, we got a decent reception. Let's go ahead and you know get in the toy box and see what we can come up with. So I, I think I do like the two better. Uh, I think it's going to have a better reception than the first one because that was, I think, the complaint with a lot of people that it just looked like just a team shoe that – there was, there was nothing too special about it, but this one seems to I kind of want to see that. more colorways in the two before making a definitive call. I actually like the simplicity of the one. I thought it was a fairly complimentary shoe because I think it's a great metaphor for Luca's game because on the surface it's very simple, but then you kind of notice the technical brilliance. And I would say Luca is probably the most technically gifted basketball player of this new generation. So I'm interested to see how they continue that narrative in the Luca mm-hmm. 2. And yeah, if we can get some fire, because low-key, there were some fire pairs of the Luca one. The all-red, the San Antonio Spurs homage, much like the San Antonio Spurs fan that's in this call. I'm sure he's shaking his head because he so agrees. What's that? Where are they? Where, where, where oh, are no, they? Where's the Spurs fan? You brown there, but I, I digress. My wife's not here. so <laughs> no, It's going to be interesting because I do think that... If he doesn't make the playoffs, which is a more than likely scenario, like how are they going to market this? Because I also think it can't necessarily be marketed as a summer shoe. I would say this. If I'm comparing the two shoes, the Luca one feels more like a summer shoe because of how light it was and some of the more aesthetically pleasing colorways. Yeah. As of right now, we just have the sample size of that dark blue blueprint for the Luca two, and it feels more winter and fall heavy. So interesting to see what happens. Mm-hmm. Ice it until next season. I mean, if I was if I was Jordan Brand, clearly I'm not on their payroll. But if if they, if Luca didn't make the playoffs, 
ice it if it feels that much chunkier than the first, and then just go ahead and you know ride the Tatum until you know through summer league and the draft, and then once the, the wheels comes, fall when they first off, they figure out what the hell they're doing Mike, with you are the frozen. Go yeah. ahead and push that shoe. I mean, so we have a Tatum one, we have a Luca two, then we have a Jordan two slash three. Now it's a kind of it's a mashup, right? Of the Air Jordan 2 upper on top of a Jordan 3 midsole tooling, much like a Yeezy line Frankenstein. or Frankenstein. I would rather wear the Luca 2 or the Tatum 1 than be caught dead <laughs> in this fusion. I, okay, and I'm only so adamant because Jordan brands fooled me a couple times in my life. They got me to buy a pair of Air Force Jordan 4s in white cement. They got me to buy a pair of 16.5s. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they got me to buy a pair of uh, uh, two. Yeah, I did own a pair of uh, 2.5s. And then you have these two oh slash threes. I will not be fooled a fourth time. <laughs> I'm, no, I won't. I will not be fooled. So I will absolutely never wear that <laughs> shoe. And I am like not even to say that to be contrary. And like, I've literally learned my lesson from buying weird ass Jordans in my life. So what do you two think about it? You didn't buy the was it the three you didn't buy the three one twos? No, the I mean, ones? Again, I learned my lesson many times. But you know, I put the 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 three one twos or two one threes. Now three uh, two one three is the Snoop Dogg group, right? Um but um I just won't rock with that man. Like the Spizikes are different in my book. You know the uh yeah, the dub zeros are different in my book. Six seventeen. Those those are those do not count. Like a, those are those are in the same lane. But like, <laughs> I remember specifically buying the sixteen point five and being like, these aren't that bad. They were like on discount on discount plus employee discounts. Like I'm for like thirty five dollars. One of the most stupid thirty five dollars ever spent in my life. So I will not be fooled a second time. And then the Fusion Jordan fours like. There's enough memes about that. I don't need to go into a whole lesson, but I was fooled. Let's put it that way. I was fooled. Um, white cements weren't easy to come across, and I wanted white cement fours really bad. Um, so you two, would, would either one of you be caught dead or caught alive in this Jordan 2-3? Uh, oh, sure. that's the worst part about me. I'll I'll try it. I tried. There's, I mean, I, I never was caught into the same trap of the, you know, 16.5 uh, Air Force or, you know, Lab Series. So I think I have at least one. I had two pairs of know, Lab Jordans, too. I, I kid you not. Like, I've been fooled so many times. Robbie, at this point, I do think I'd be more surprised if you don't end up with a pair. Because I think you've just shown us that there's a precedence right. and a history saying. of you thirst trapping for these particular hybrid shoes. And I will say this. I like Jordan brand a lot. I respect what they do, but I think at times they get a little too overly ambitious thinking, okay, what do we do to combine multiple silhouettes? Sometimes, and I've had a conversation with a lot of my friends recently about this. You've got to just stay in your own lane. That's such an underrated skill in this modern era, not just in sneakers, but in life, stay in your own lane, keep these as VP exclusives. And if somebody's really thirsting for them, hook them up. The way that Mike had called out that I think they were seeding uh, Jason Tatum once to people that said, hey, Tatum deserves his own shoe. If there is a Twitter user that is fiending for these sneakers, give them to that person. <laughs> Let the man eat. I'm going to make a burner Robbie account. I'm going to make a burner Robbie account. Robbie, make sure, Robbie make sure I get him, baby. <laughs> um, but I mean, it's just 
man, I like different things. I'm not too, I'm not too cool to admit that my recent, as of so recent, my eBay searches are actively the Jordan Delta two and the clot colorway, like the clot um, collab had like the Flint 13 look to it. Mm. I'm not too. I'm not too cool no, to say. Sick. Go and go to exactly. like sixty bucks, dude. You, I wish not in my size twelve, man. Those things are expensive. Um, it's a damn shame. Uh, but I'm not too cool to say <laughs> that I like weird Jordan stuff. Like I will try a different shoe from Jordan brand, but like I just look at this and I and I'm just like, it's 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 either it's like when you see a painting that's just like paint splattered across it like red paint splattered across it it's just like is this so genius because it's simple or is it so stupid it's simple like i just i don't know but like <laughs> it's a dumb or I amazing can't, i can't yeah. figure out which one's a thin line I can't put it both. together but uh well here's the real question <laughs> i know my answer would you rather wear these or the new jordan one retro you know, the new one the nu jordan ones Oh, I wore the two three all day. That I can't even make myself buy that. You know me. I'll try different stuff. I had that shoe in hand, and I was like, "People really wear this." I'm going oh. nubbins. No, no, not no shade on them, but I'm like, I can't do I, it. I'd go full saw two and just cut my damn ankles off. Cut my damn feet off. Ironically, that was going to be my <laughs> hand me those sketchers. Yeah. I mean, no. At the same time, you know what? <laughs> you only live once, so. Why not make a designer's day? Because if somebody put the time and effort to design this shoe and see it to fruition, meaning from a sketchbook to <laughs> a local sneaker shop that you as a listener may frequent, I'll go ahead and wear the Jordan one that Robbie had alluded to. It'll be a one-time only thing. I'm going to drop this knowledge bomb. You know, they're pushing that one they're hard. They're pushing them hard, too. hard. I'm going to drop this knowledge bomb that somebody put in the Discord earlier this week. Jordan has a, Nike has a heavy surplus of uh, this stock. In 2020, stock is just generally up, I think 12% from 2022. And there was a lot of stock last year, um, like as in shoes. So I feel like both of these will be mm-hmm. contributing to the high amount of stock in, in, uh, in, <laughs> in Jordan, Brandon, Nike's lives. Now, let's, let's, let's keep it on with just weird shoes. I think these are weird in a good way. We have the Air Force One Wild RAR with um, pretty much... <laughs> Um, is it like a Terra Humera like midsole? It's it's like a it's an ACG tongue mixed with an Air Force One mixed with ACG midsole. It's coming in four different colorways. It's very different. It's pretty cool in my book. Of all the shoes we've discussed that are mm-hmm. new, these are the ones that I would most likely put. You on know what hands. vibe I get from these shoes? It's the Nike SF. AF1 boot that came out a couple of years ago and it had the commemorative bag to go with it. Yeah. Oh, with all the straps. Exactly. Like That's the vibe the I get from the shoe. And just kind of... Yeah, those things were popular. Very popular. I mean, I remember it being very hard to get those for anybody, whether you were inside or outside the berm. I'd say this, out of the four colorways that we do see, the olive one is nice, that orange one is life, uh, nice. And then at the same time, even the yellow it's and orange... Too. Dare I say Tom Sachs inspired because that right now that man is probably Voldemort when it comes to the sneaker community. Even that's good. Like, I think you can't go wrong with any one of these four pair. Are one of them green I'm purple? I'm intrigued by each and every one of these. What's the gray top purple? left one? I'm colorblind as hell. Is that gray purple? Top. It's, it's olive and blue. Uh, Robbie, what color <laughs> was the dress? White and, and gold purple. or black and blue? <laughs> I 
And I know exactly what you're referring to. And I couldn't answer that to save either one of your lives. You would both be gone um, if your life depended on it. Um, you know, it's just, it's, it's interesting that it does look really Tom Saxian. I didn't really put that together, but the, even like oat ish yep. color, like whatever you want to call it. Like I now yeah. kind of, I can't oat, unsee yeah. it, but the, the double black's really cool. And let's just, let's, let's pour out a sip. Mike, you're normally having a cocktail or something. Pour out, a, pour out a little, spill out a little bit for all those people who, uh, who rock the skin tight jeans, little zippers on the side and those super high up air force one utilities. You know what I'm talking about? Little zippers on the side. That was a moment. Those shoes ran so fucking high up your foot, you had to have something to like alleviate bun like bunching. You had to have a zipper. I feel between that and what KD was it? What KD was it that was super knee high as well? Like that was the golden era for knee high shoes. That was the. I think it was the KD nine. The eight. Is a nine? Nine hyper elite, wasn't it? Because he like the the thigh high boot like. <laughs> I call Lord. it the KD Kim Cattrall. Um but uh you know what's interesting to me is all these kind of rustic darker colorways coming out and I guess it's, it's it's fall time right a lot of the country and the world experiencing weather that is conducive to those colors but you know we had a Shack Attack black top that's going to be dropping soon and I feel like that also kind of borrows mm-hmm. the same type of like earthy I know black tops concrete, but like it's technically a rock, right? It's shack gnosis. Yeah, it's, it's like rocks pressed together to come with the asphalt. No? But, Did I just make that up, or is that like a no? It's a shack attack. Like Did I say shack gnosis? <laughs> it's, it's a shack gnosis, but it's okay. I think we subconsciously knew what you meant. It's a shack attack. Pardon yeah, me. We knew what you meant. Um, we'll throw a picture up right there, Nick. Throw a picture there. <laughs> I mean, they're cool though, but like it's a lot of shoes. Uh, I brought up the recreational yeah. activities ones um, last episode. They'll just sick. The whole but just like kind of off black grays. Um, I think my colorblind ass can't tell. I think these black top shack attacks are black. And my ass I thought they were gray. They're, they're, I'd like to judge the shoes based on the character and not the color guys, of their. <laughs> are you guys like Luke Kate, um, uh, uh, Jessica Jones and, um, uh, and, uh, and uh tread lightly my friend Luke cage and i'm just I'm, I'm just over here tread light i'm just over here um daredevil like i'm trying to pick stuff out and he's like oh yeah oh yeah daredevil that's that's the right thing <laughs> let him cook he can't fit. he doesn't know what color it is i was gonna say do you think kogi ever like just set his boy up to be a complete fashion fail because of the whole blindness thing because like everything we've been led to believe 100%. about matt murdoch is you know yeah he's blind but his other senses more than make up for it like is he a flashier dresser because he can smell what colors better like how does that work <laughs> Smells fabrics. Dude, like what? Silk, what is man. the right so kind of thing that he can figure this out? <laughs> the whole colors being similar across the board with the black top shack attack and all these shoes was a premeditated thought from like two hours ago. That's how wrong I am. I'm not even like trying to like on the fly think of something to say. Like I really looked at that shoe and said, "This is a nice off gray or nice off black," and then continued continued about my day. So. <laughs> This now whole episode know. has well, gone aquamarai. Well, just to I, bring it back. Yeah. Oh, see, I have to. There's one shoe I didn't put in our notes Let's that I forgot it. I want to talk about with you guys. And we can we ended at that because this might be the most absurd shoe that I want to see in person. 
the uh, I think it's a timeless pack from Nike. I could have the name wrong, but it takes two timeless shoes and puts them together. And it decided to put the Vomero and a Panda Dunk together. But instead of just making the Vomero uh, black and oh, white, no. they put these removable leather patches around a shoe. Yes, Michael. I know. <laughs> I know to what you speak, my son. It's like it's so ridiculous. I want to see it in person. Like I'm so intrigued. Like I'll buy it and return it just to have it in hand for a day. But he's literally it's a white, yep. all white Romero, and it has like the overlays of a dunk. Mike, and it, I'm looking fit. at this They're photo all, like, for oversized. the very first time in real time, and this just reminds me of every school play that you had a family member who was in, let's say that second grade, first grade sweet spot, and one of them inevitably is Abraham Lincoln, and the beard is so out of proportion to everything else. Like you got the top hat good, you got the tuxedo. Like there's a one, there's no wonder why. Mr. Lincoln was so sad when he passed away because he knew his historical legacy is kids with oversized beards. I think Rick Ross did some sort of course correction. So he's now no longer the go-to for disproportionate beards. But yeah, this is absurd. Mike, do you, do you not consider yourself a, a, a man of the Lord? <laughs> oh, I do. And apparently someone was very sacrilegious now, the, when they made that These shoe. are proof that the Lord works in mysterious yeah. ways. Now, I was going to say this. Can we call these the Noah Ark? <laughs> I don't he had nothing to do with that. Someone this else is, did this that. This is mysterious so, as hell. It wasn't his. He literally why. looked like the Ark that <laughs> Noah got two animals two by two on. Like, this is absurd. I thought you were going to go with uh, the middle school play. These look like to me, like if you had it's all white Vimeros and your kid's told to like be a tree stump and they have to like <laughs> Put like black, yeah. Put like it's something over the shoe to like make them look less like white Pomeros. It's the Halloween costume you get where the shoe, the thing your costume yeah. fits on top of the shoe, but it's too big. And your shoe, no, I was gonna say gonna I was wanting to see what a sneaker exactly retainer looked like, and now we have that. Yeah. That's that. That I think ending on a solid, on a solid VH1 level roast. Yeah, I was gonna say to this, this is episode, best week so. ever adjacent. That's an awful shoe. Let's go ahead and this. This has been an awful episode. Every year, though, somebody has to do it. And <laughs> go for it. No, somebody has to do it. Somebody has to make a bad, bad. shoe every year. So here we go. <laughs> they came yeah. in early with this one. I was just saying something because I think just last episode, I was saying how the Zoom, Vero, Zoom Vomero 5 has been my sneaker of the year. And like the Dornbecker one represents the highs to highs. I'm with you. This was an effort. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Well, I mean, okay, we didn't even talk about <laughs> no the dunk with fake-ass Vimero webbing on the side. Like, there's a dunk that goes with it. Oh, just throw it out. It's better. Throw it out. It's, it's actually throw wearable, it but it's still not good. This much better. It is yeah. this much better. It's like saying it's liquid poop instead of solid poop. It's still poop. Um, <laughs> it's still crap anywho, That was fun. Listeners, let us know what shoes you think look like poop maybe it was maybe it was our maybe it's mike's favorite shoe maybe it's my favorite shoe from the episode let's go ahead and say where people can follow us and the favorite shoe of the day i'm gonna go with the wild air force one and i like to party make sure you're following at sneaker history row it where can they find Uh, you you? find me on twitter at rohizi on instagram at road m13 my sneaker of the show is the run the jewels high if you remember the discord there's any sort of raffle i may call on you to increase the likelihood of me of obtaining a pair you have my sword i will take your sword mike can i have your shield (laughs) (laughs) 
Man, there you go. <laughs> I, 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 I kind of want those too, man. I don't know if I'm going to stay shield or not. I was like, mm, I think I'm going to hold. So you guys can find me, of course, here. Find me on Instagram at MadWatcher789 and YouTube at Mike Guillory. Uh, my shoe, my favorite was the Run the Jewels Low. But in reality, I know my losses are vast, so you'll probably see me more in the Air Force. Really? Wild. I thought you were going to so pick the timeless pack wild that we force. just talked about for the last five minutes. Oh, I mean, if you want a good joke and laugh, I mean, I literally have tears yeah. on my face from laughing at that roast that we had on that shoe. So if you want a good sick laugh about shoes, go look at that picture and then report back and let's talk about this. Mike more. and I think it's time for Time Force on um, Wild Force. So uh, we're going we're to go Power Ranger up. So thanks for listening, everybody. Peace. It's morphin' time. See ya. Hey, hey, Nick here again. Before you take off, I want to thank you for listening to the Sneaker History Podcast. Be sure to hop into our Discord to answer this episode's The Last Shot question and get to know our community of sneaker enthusiasts. If you'd like more insights on the trending topics in the sneaker world, I've also recently started a newsletter to share my knowledge from nearly two decades of experience working in the footwear industry. You can find the link to that below or go to sneakerhistory.com newsletter. And last but not least, tell someone you like their kicks today. You never know how far a simple compliment can take you, and we all know how good it feels to be on the receiving end of some appreciation. Thank you for all the support, and we will catch you on the next episode. Peace.